Hey, everybody, Elizabeth here. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to make sure that you know registration is currently open for our Spring Strong Foundations cohort. Strong Foundations is a five-week strength building program brought to you by me and Morgan Bungers. Coach Morgan Bungers is one of the best, most effective strength training coaches in this country. He has worked with some of the most elite athletes in the world, and now he specializes working with people in their 40s, in their 50s, in their 60s who want everyday strength. And this is not about being able to push your suitcase into the overhead compartment on an airplane. We need to be consistently and effectively strength training if we want to maintain the strength of our immune system. Muscle is a critical part of our immune system. And if we are not actively maintaining our strength, we are losing it as we age. And that means we are losing the strength of our immune system. It's also a significant component of our overall metabolism, especially our carbohydrate metabolism. Muscle mass plays a huge role in energy, in mood, mental health, bone health, so many different things. This is just not optional, but a lot of us don't do it because we aren't sure what to do. We aren't sure what not to do. We aren't sure if we're moving well. We don't know how to accommodate for our physical limitations or our current level of fitness, and that is why you need a coach and you'd be hard-pressed to find one better than Morgan Bungers. Now, here's the thing about fitness programs. I've experienced this. My mom, who's in her 70s, has experienced this, where you buy a fitness program and then you're like, okay, but I I can't do that workout because I'm not fit enough or I don't have enough balance or I don't have that equipment or that hurts my knees or it hurts my back. And then you're sort of just left to figure it out yourself, which means we often don't do anything. The great thing about Strong Foundations is that Morgan and I are part of it every single day and you have an unlimited ability to ask us questions in a group setting or via direct message so that Morgan can help you scale for you, for whatever equipment you have, for the time that you have, for your fitness level, for your body and your physical limitations. Five weeks, there's two different tiers. There's a beginner intermediate tier. There's an intermediate advanced tier. The testimonials that we have received from our previous clients will blow your mind. You can check them out and also register for your spot by going to primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. If you are an alum, if you have been through strong foundations before, I've already emailed you a renewal link with a special renewal rate. So please use that. If you don't see that email, let me know. For the rest of you, primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. We start on May 13th. So grab your spot now. You will have these workouts for life. Four workouts a week for five weeks, two different tiers. So you've got 40 workouts total. Plus, there is a five-part series on your pelvic floor. That is an incredibly important part of your physical fitness, of your strength, of your core strength, of your overall health, of your ability to maintain functional mobility as you get older. We want you to be a part of this. You will not regret joining the Strong Foundations cohort. It is an incredible community. 
everybody needs to be consistently and effectively strength training. And if you're not, it's probably because you don't know how to make it work for you. And it can be made to work for you. It needs to be made to work for you. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation to register now. Let's get into the episode. Welcome to the Primal Potential Podcast. I am your host, Elizabeth Benton Thompson. If you want to create change in any area of your life, you're in the right place. Together, we'll explore the strategies and tools I've used to lose over 100 pounds, pay off $130,000 in debt, and become a multiple seven-figure business owner. I've supported more than 3,000 women to levels of execution and fulfillment they didn't know were possible. Together, we'll break your past patterns and eliminate the appeal of your excuses so you can get consistent, stay consistent, create the results you want, and enjoy the journey. Let's get started. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Primal Potential Podcast. I am Elizabeth. Chris and I am Chris. Hi. Hi. How you doing? Good. How are you? Good. Did you move your mic after we did our sound check? No, not at all. Okay. I'll take your word for it. We had a big week. It was Roman's first um, Halloween. It was. Since we last recorded. That's right. If you guys missed the picture, you're missing out. You are. He was a peacock. Give it a follow. He was a peacock and... He's like the cutest kid. Yes, he he's a cute freaking kid. He is. It's ridiculous. We were laughing earlier because for some reason, we'll get onto the questions in a second. We won't like chat about our baby the whole time. But for some reason, we discovered this a while ago. He is immediately and always soothed by the song <laughs> Akuna Matata. Yes. Which is hysterical because we never like play it. We didn't introduce it to him he didn't hear it when i was pregnant but all of a sudden we just randomly put it on in the car one day when he was like having a meltdown and he instantly stopped and now it's the go-to it is because every single time he just stops crying and he and is he's, immediately he's, and he's in- looking to watch the video yeah yep. but he won't watch the rest of the movie nope just that song it's that and section. the version of the song where there's not singing he hates it and he starts to fuss until the singing starts again right. and then he's he's fine right so yeah, that's our and <laughs> that's the episode, folks. So <laughs> thanks we'll for see tuning you all in. next Saturday. <laughs> uh, no, um, okay. We are going to give away. Well, first, I want to update everybody on the January mastermind. Did you know? Yeah, you knew I'm doing a mastermind yeah. in January. I'm so Very excited exciting. about this because look, here's the deal, guys. Almost everybody knows what they could or should be doing differently, but it is the taking consistent action part that's really tough. So I decided to put together an action-based mastermind where for four months, we are going to focus exclusively together on taking consistent action and building accountability. First, accountability to yourself, then accountability to everybody else in the mastermind because I think that combination is really effective. So I'm super, super pumped. Get on the wait list because... The waitlist is the only group that's going to get a discount and they're going to get the first chance to join because it is going to be a smaller group because it's going to be... Slots are limited. Um, yeah, because I want everybody to be able to really take part in the accountability and we can't do that with an unlimited group. So the link will be in the show description. You just, wherever you're listening, swipe up on the show art and that's where you'll see the notes and description. So that's um, that's coming soon. 
We're giving away Relief Plus today. Is this Relief Plus Plus? Yeah, the new the, the new, new reformulation. In, in, improved you know, formula. I was counting because I was curious. I felt like I had gotten like over a hundred emails from people who were raving, like people who have had back pain for years or knee pain, you know, for months, and they started. Some people were emailing saying after three days. Some yeah. people were saying like. In a day and a half, I noticed a difference. I think the longest one was four days, but like super, super fast. I think with my knee pain, it was just at three days. And it was funny because so many people were emailing and be like, it only took three days. I counted 71 people emailed me in the last two weeks to say something like that. That's awesome. Isn't that crazy? It's really 71 crazy. in two weeks. It's awesome. I know. So anyway. We're going to give that away today. And I'll also put the link um, and a coupon code in the show description. We will announce the winner at the end of the show. Let's get to the questions so that – actually, the first one I think is related to relief. It is. Before we get really – yeah. What does it say? How much and how often do you and Chris take Relief Plus? So I take two a day every day. Every once in a while. So I take two usually in the morning. Every once in a while I'll throw in a third if – I have like, I don't usually get headaches, but sometimes I do. If I have a headache or like the other day, I kind of hurt myself at the gym. Um, so I took an extra one. You don't take it every day though. No, I take it when I have a headache or Yeah. Or, and do you, how soreness. many do you take when you have a headache? I Two. Two? Okay. Yeah. Um, all right. The rest of the question. Depends on the headache. I mean, could take four. Yeah, you can. Yeah, you absolutely can. I'm going to go to the question. Oh, I have to ask you this time? Yes, Chris. <laughs> My question is, what came next for you? Mm. How did you go from the chicken minis or the chicken biscuit to the seven-day water fast? Remember that? I would love to know more about your journey from yesterday's small steps uh, you took to the beginning to how your capacity grew over time. Okay, so if you are like chicken minis and chicken biscuit, you must be a new podcast listener because I've talked about how like one of the first changes I made was a smaller fast food order for breakfast. Mm -hmm. um, that was just, that's my starting point. Not ashamed of it. However, yes, I did do a seven day water fast. I want to clarify though, that wasn't like a weight loss thing. That's not part of like, well, first I was eating fast food every day. And then I did like the seven day water fast was something I did just out of curiosity. To I, see if you could do it. Yeah. And it had nothing to do with weight loss. So I don't consider that like the far end of my weight loss spectrum at all. And I don't want anybody else to think that I could see how somebody might draw that conclusion. But when I did the seven day water fast, yes. I did lose weight because, I mean, hello, like, you can't not lose weight when you do that. But obviously, most of the weight comes back on because you're just like, you know, yeah. I mean, you're just not eating food. Um, however, I did the water fast because I wanted to – it was an experiment in hunger. I wanted to see how – like if a hunger pang came on day one or day two, you really I didn't feel much hunger after day three and a half or so. But like how long did it last? Yeah. And I would make note of that because it doesn't last forever. It doesn't just grow and grow and grow. It kind of starts and it gets strong and then it goes away completely. So I was really doing it about hunger. Um, but as far as how did I go from fast food to, you know, eating in a way that felt really much more healthy and um, – it was a series of small steps, and yes, the first one was smaller fast food, but over time, I really got to a place of eating clean fairly consistently, but I did it just the same way as I made the chicken mini or chicken biscuit instead of both decision. Like, all right, 
just for today, can I not have dessert after dinner? Just for today, can I say no to the donuts in the break room? And I know I always use that example, but I used to live in North Carolina and there was a particular donut place that was like the best donuts I've ever had. And somebody seemed to always be bringing them in, especially people on my team because I knew that I liked them and they thought that was like a you know yeah. cool way to get in my good graces. Um, but there's no like magical process. There's no like step one, step two, step three. It was literally as simple as, well, what is the improvement that I can make today? What is, you know, one little bit that I can do differently? And over time, what happened was as I cut back on indulging in, you know, great magnitude and, and as I reduced the frequency of indulging, the appeal went down. For example, I remember for years binging on things like Twizzlers. And now they're not worth it. Like when you separate yourself from a lot of those things, you realize they're really not that good, you know? And so now if I were to have a Twizzler, it's like just this weird fake rubbery thing, like not worth it. If I'm going to indulge, I want to have like an amazing cupcake or something that's great, not something that's hardly even food, you know? So gradual improvements, I know people want there to be like day one, I did this, day seven, I was doing this, day 14. But honestly, guys, anybody can take the same approach. And I've done that very much now as I'm working to kind of, not kind of, completely get more consistent with nutrition after, you know, pregnancies and babies and all of that kind of stuff. It's the same thing. How can I make today a little bit better than yesterday? Those small steps, it was literally, all right, am I willing to not have dessert tonight? Um, what is something that I can have for dinner that I would really enjoy but isn't going to be overboard? Um, I remember because at this time I was married to my first husband and um, I had gotten from his family like a compilation of their family recipes. And they're not things that I would consider healthy. You know, like um, there's this thing called Mexican pie that has like Fritos and cheese. Delicious. And <laughs> have you ever heard of it? Yeah. Oh, really? I didn't know if oh, that was fantastic. like a Midwestern thing. I but, lived in the Midwest. Huh? I lived in the Midwest. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> you, you, yeah, I forgot about that. Um Anyway, he was, my first husband was from there. And so things like that, like um, these, uh, not burritos, but something like enchiladas that were like covered in this cream sauce. And I would, I used to make something like that and then pretty much just eat as much of it as I wanted. And I would just say like, okay, if I'm going to make something like that, can I have a little less? Can I make a little less? Can I make half of the recipe so that I'm not kind of going back to it and eating it all night long? Little things like that. And then it was, all right, well, what if I try a new recipe that feels a little bit more aligned with my goals and my, my health objectives and that sort of thing? So I really don't have any, like, fascinating answer here. It's really pretty straightforward, just small yeah. steps. Also, Chasing Cupcakes. Yeah, that book does tell a lot of the story. That's true. Cha-ching. Shameless plug. What is the best thing about Christmas on Cape Cod? Cape Cod is where we live, for those who don't know. You, you've lived here your whole, well, most of your life. Um, <laughs> it's just like Christmas anywhere right, else. Exactly. There's nothing. It's uh, not like we live in a, in a you know, tinsel town or something yeah, it's, like it, that. Like, I mean, I think probably the coolest Christmas I've heard about not isn't on Cape. It's in like Germany where my parents were staying, yeah. where they do the big bazaar in the streets and everything. But yeah. like at the Cape Here, is just, it's just Christmas. It's just Christmas. I mean, <laughs> the, some of the main streets do Christmas strolls. We're not, into but we don't that. get invited to them. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I you know I've had how many Christmases here now? Four. 
it's, um, it's Christmas. I mean, spending yeah. time with the people you care about is the best part about Christmas, there regardless of where you are. I would agree with that. Yeah, nothing special about Cape Cod in terms of Christmas. Summertime, different story. It's a cool place in the summer. Yeah, I mean, if, if you like a slower pace of life with no snow that's gray and dreary, Cape Cod's <laughs> for you in the winter. <laughs> we get very little snow here, but we do get a lot of mud and rain. But when it does snow, it's beautiful. That's everywhere, yeah. Okay. Do you have any tips to help me not grab my phone constantly? You know, for social media pictures, shipping, research. I think that's meant to say shopping. Maybe it's shipping. You don't know. <laughs> so, did you write this question? I would say. Do you want help? I would say put it in a clear, time locked box, <laughs> and just wear a Bluetooth around. That way, if someone calls you, you can still answer the phone because it could be important. But then you're not able to get to it and do your games. No, or one of the things else. that really helps me, and I, this is a work in progress, is I just remind myself not to multitask. Right. So if I'm eating, I'm eating. If I'm feeding the baby, I'm feeding the baby. If I'm um, having a conversation with Chris, I'm having a conversation with Chris. And, and it's a I'm work multitasking. In, <laughs> it's a work in progress, but that's something that really, really helps me. Do the thing you're doing and don't do the thing you're doing while on your phone. Yeah. You know, that's just – and honestly, it's a great way to be more productive. If I, if I promise myself that I'm not going to get on my phone while I'm working unless I need to get something on my you know, from my phone for work – my productivity goes through the roof, but I also think it helps with things like conversations and connecting. So my number one tip is just practice not multitasking. If you're on the phone, don't be browsing on Instagram or Facebook, that sort of thing. Do one thing at a time. It's a great tip. Thanks. You can take it? Nope. Okay. I mean, I might implement it here and there. It's, it, Rome wasn't built in a day, honey. No, it was not, was it? All so right. you're saying we've got like... A few hundred years. Maybe. Right. How do you balance your schedule or routine with a baby, a job, workouts, and healthy eating, etc.? You don't! <laughs> I don't believe in what I think most people think of as balance. Like, I think when most people think of balance, they think like... Equal all the way across. Yeah, everything is equal. To me, and I've talked about this before on the show, I think of balance as responding appropriately to imbalance, mm -hmm. right? So... When I am home alone with the baby, which is four plus days a week, um, like four and a half-ish days a week because you're doing other things and whatnot. Like this afternoon you have a massage. Is this your first massage of like – no, it's not. You had one when we were on vacation. Is this your second massage? No. No? No. Why did I think that you didn't really have – No, it's the chiropractor I've never done. Or acupuncture. Or acupuncture. Anyway. Um, but it's yeah. been years really since I've had a actual massage. So to me, it's about responding appropriately. When I'm here with the baby, there's not balance with work. There's not. No. You know, like I might be able to get in 10 or 15 minutes here during a nap, but also in a nap, I'm, I'm doing other things. I'm eating, I'm getting myself dressed, I'm returning a phone call. That's when I have meetings, things like that. Um, but then when the baby's asleep, there's, I'm spending the time, doing those things. You know, this morning, baby slept until like 7.30, I think. Um, seven. I yeah, got up 7, at 5.30 to work. Um, we recently figured out a gym thing because I'm able to work out here at home, but I miss the gym environment and I yeah. can certainly do more at the gym than I can do here. So we all go to the gym together, me, Chris, and the baby, 30 to 45 minutes before Chris's workout. 
And then that way, Chris hangs with the baby in the gym while I get a short workout in. Then the baby and I go home. Chris does his workout. That just took a lot of like time and and figuring out because I didn't want to go to the gym during the work day when Chris is at work because Roman's not exactly a you yeah can leave I couldn't him just like sit in there himself. no no yeah. not at all um but you know and then the healthy eating thing here's my take on it this goes back to an episode I did recently on how convenience is created. I don't believe it takes any more time or effort to eat healthy than it does to eat unhealthy. We can uh, go pick up chicken salad just as quickly as we can pick up a pizza. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we can or chicken salad pizza, mm. or we can. That sounds disgusting. We could. Um, you. you know, last night you made a spaghetti squash while I was at the grocery store, and then I finished it up with ground beef. It would take us the same amount of time to make pasta. Yeah, and- exactly. So. You know, it's in what you make it. If you make this switch that says it's as convenient as I make it to be, like we have a couple of places that we go to that we know if we want to eat out that we can make good choices, you know, like we have a handful of places we know where we can do that. (laughs) We're not going to one of them tonight, but (laughs) (laughs) that's true. We're going to like, what would you call this place? Like a pizza place? It's a bar. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's actually a coffee shop that has a bar in it. I'm going to get a burger without a bun. And they, I mean, they have... Like Americana food. Yeah, I'm going to get a burger without a bun. We do Thursday night dinner night. We don't go out every single Thursday. Sometimes we eat at my house or my mom's house or whatnot, but tonight we're going out. But yeah, I really think that the balancing healthy eating, like if you're eating, you have time to eat healthy. Yeah. And the people who ask this question, I generally think like you're not not having the time to eat. You can, I get, you know, this person is asking about with a baby. Sometimes I'm absolutely eating while doing things with Roman and I'm kind of going back and forth, but that's why I have things like we have hard boiled eggs in the fridge. We have Greek yogurt in the fridge. We have extra food that's leftover. So we have ground beef and spaghetti squash. I can toss that in the microwave just as quickly as I could have a candy bar. But the other thing is we don't keep candy bars in the house. We don't keep that kind of stuff that would be easy to grab in the house. Like it's just not here. Right. Um, so I think, you know, when you have the baby out and you're buying stuff, that's a great time to set yourself on the right path by not buying the things that are yeah, easily, absolutely. I, that e- is, easy and not necessarily the best choice. Yeah, no, years for me. I just make a real effort to you know, not have that stuff in the house. Because, I mean, it's it's really easy to go down the aisle with the snacks and, and say, oh, I, these are single packs. This is great. When I, when I have a short moment, I can open one of these up and eat it. And that you, Well, you like... Um, I think when most people hear that, they're thinking of like junk snacks. But like, right, that's you, what I'm, well, that's what I'm talking about. I mean, oh, that's yeah, the yeah. easy thing. Like, people g- gravitate to that because it's a quick thing they can eat when they know they're pressed for time. But I like the um, you like, like cheese wrapped like prosciutto, pr- prosciutto wrapped cheese. I like you know salamis and, and we have almonds, charcuterie stuff that you can get individually yeah. packaged. We've that's got a nice apples easy in snack the fridge and yeah, better for it you. It goes back to if you haven't listened to that podcast I did on how convenience is created. If it is convenient for you to eat unhealthy, you can make it convenient to eat healthy. It is what you make it to be. And to go back to the question that's like balancing your routine, it takes a lot of creativity in trying things out. You know, I end up in here working in the morning or in the afternoon or in the evenings when he's napping. Um, But I also ask for help. So like Chris doesn't work on Thursdays. And my mom comes by usually once a week um, for a couple hours. And, you know, I I do my best. And also another big part of this that I forgot to mention is prior to the baby being born, I go whole hog to like get ahead on a lot of things so that there's not as much pressure. I think I was three yeah. months ahead in podcasts for both Roman and Dagny. And, and look where we are now. 
two days ahead. <laughs> well, we were never really ahead on the Q and A's. That's a joke. Intentionally, it's joking. Um, but yeah, I think it just takes a lot of trying different things, and you have to be committed to making it work. Yeah, it's a fact, Jack. Do you have any mindset hacks for staying on track during the holidays? Avoid people. <laughs> well, no, I just I, mean, I just read something the other day. Actually, this was a DMU for those of you who get my daily mindset upgrades. You will hear this next week. Um, there was a Shane Parrish quote. And gosh, what did it say? I'm going to try and find it. Um, the Shane Parrish quote that says, in the short term, you're only as good as your intensity. And in the long term, you're only as good as your consistency. And so when it comes to holidays, remain consistent in other things. I've always been really struck by the notion that it's that it's days, right? Halloween is a day. Thanksgiving is a day. Christmas is a day. Now, what? Thanksgiving is multiple days because you have Thanksgiving and then you've got all the leftover days. <laughs> and then you give, you give leftovers to other people. Unless, I know you like your turkey sandwiches love, with cranberry sauce. I love sauce. them. Um, so, but to go back, even if, even if we give three days for Thanksgiving and nobody is overweight or off track because of a few days over a few months. So keep that in mind that just because now, you know, well, a few weeks ago, Halloween candy was out in the grocery stores or your favorite Christmas candy, like don't use the season as a reason to make, you know, to have an indulgence constantly. Like, oh my gosh, the grocery stores now have eggnog. We should, no, like if you want to have a special thing, then have a special thing, but understand their days. So what can you be consistent with? You can be consistent with your workouts. You can be consistent with your breakfast. You can be consistent with your evening routine. What is it that you can be consistent with? And here's the deal. 80-20, you're screwed if you go through the holiday season, like taking care of yourself 10% of the time and indulging 90% right. of the time. But if you go through the holidays and you're taking care of yourself 80% of the time and you're indulging 20% of the time, you're going to be fine. The trouble is when it's, you know, well, now this thing is in the store. Oh, I'm going to test this recipe. Oh, it's a holiday party at work and that's a reason. And it's our friend's party and that's a reason. And it's doing it at my in-laws and that's a reason. You've got to pick and choose. Go for 80-20. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with indulging on Thanksgiving or, with Chris or Christmas. I'm not the person that's going to be like, you know, just be moderate in that Thanksgiving meal. If you don't want to, don't. I don't care. You shouldn't care that much either. But 80-20, you have to be consistent 80%, 90% of the time. There's room for that 10, 20% of fluctuation. Focus on the things that you're willing to be consistent with. That's what I have to say about that. There's a winner. We'll still be going to the gym and keeping up that gym routine, right? Through yep. the holidays. Even though we may be going to. We're going. Mexico. Going to Mexico. Chris is like a heck yes. And I'm like very much 60-40. You might go without me. It's going to be weird. You wouldn't mind that. Weird. Very you're, weird. You're fine with weird. Since when It'd are you against weird? weird? We've got a winner. We're giving away a Relief Plus. If you don't have it, Get this is it. an incredible product you for, for you hope I win. No, whoever doesn't have it, I hope they win. Oh, well, there's only one winner. Let's say who it is. I think I spelled this wrong. Caitlin Stevens. Stevenson. Oh, I thought it was Caitlin Stevens on Real Realtor. <laughs> no. Because that's an interesting position to be on. <laughs> Caitlin Stevenson, Realtor. Congratulations. You won Relief Plus. If anybody knows her, buy a house from her. 
email elizabeth at primalpotential.com. Tell me that you are the winner for episode 930. Include your mailing address and I will get it out to you as soon as I hear from you. You've got 60 days from the date of this episode airing to claim your prize or, you know, we'll just add it to our stash. That's what we do. Also, tell us about your most recent interesting listing. Oh, Chris, like Chris is in real estate and we love to look at listings and real estate and do it yeah might make a sale you never know we might talk about it on the on the podcast we might we might it might be a good way to support your business all right everybody have an amazing day baby slept the whole time high five we'll chat we'll we'll chat with you soon take care have a great thanks so much for listening to today's show if you enjoyed it make sure to take a few seconds to leave a rating and review on whatever platform you're listening it not only supports the show in a huge way but it also automatically enters you into our weekly product giveaway for more tools tips and strategies on creating change check out my first book chasing cupcakes and follow me on instagram at elizabeth benton remember every choice is a chance and i'll see you next time